0: What's happening, happening, weirdos? Yeah. Pete, and, Pete and Val here. We back. never say that. No. Back again?
1: Back. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again.
0: I love the Beastie Boys. <laughs> um, we are so excited for you to hear this. We This is was recorded uh, like a, two weeks ago mm-hmm. because we are backlogging episodes because Val has a Jackson polyp <laughs> on her throat. And uh, we need to record some episodes because she won't be able to speak for a couple weeks. So if you hear us referencing things that are, like, so old...
1: Yeah, I think it was right before Christmas.
0: Yeah, this might be like, hey, it's all, it's the Christmas time. But, yeah. hey, you know, just, jingle bells. Yeah. Enjoy it.
1: Yeah, just to relive your Christmas memories. And
0: I seriously doubt we talk very much about topical or Christmassy things. Um, but here mm. it is.
1: Yeah, enjoy.
0: And if you enjoy the show... The w- great way to show support is to try a Pete's pick. Do you like headphones? I bet you do.
1: Yes, I but know you know do. what? What? Just like regular-ass headphones, and this is real.
0: 100% real?
1: Hurts, Hurt my
0: ears. Uh, me, double two. And Not isn't it the worst? just one double two.
1: Like a cartilage sore? Yes. Is the it worst. feels sort of like-, like
0: you have a pimple growing on the inside of your nose, but it's your uncomfortable-ass earbuds. That's it. Because guess what, folks? Those earbuds aren't custom fit, because guess what? It used to be that custom-fit earbuds was like a three-week process and you have to fly to Sweden to do it. That's an exaggeration, but it was true. You had to spend a lot, a lot, a lot of money to get custom-fit earbuds that didn't hurt. And guess what? Ultimate Ears is here to fix that. I am all about my tech. I'm always going from my phone to my laptop to my desktop, and I'm always wearing them while I'm working. I was just writing, as you can tell by how jazzed up I am right now. I've been writing all day. Earbuds in, block out the sound, and get in that focus zone, get in that flow state. But it, before I had my UE fits, it was very, very uncomfortable. So with as much as we rely on our devices, it's easy to forget about the hardware we're born with, which is our ears. Like our fingerprints, no two are exactly alike, and that's why your earbuds, like us, probably cause you some discomfort or even physical pain, kind of like a zit on the inside of your nose after a while. The Ultimate Ears fits true wireless, custom-fit earbuds from Ultimate Ears ears are here to change just that these are not only my work earbuds they are my workout earbuds they definitely are sweat resistant and they fit perfectly even if you're jostling and jumping about uh they stay in place and they're comfortable all day and they sound great and for podcasts like this one and for music They're engineered to provide a full, warm sound with a tight, punchy low end, and you can custom set the EQ presets through the app as well. With eight hours of continuous playback on a single charge and up to 20 hours with the charging case, Ultimate Ears Fits are the perfect for listening to your favorite shows like this one all day long. You take them out of the box. They're sort of these amorphous, gelatinous blobs. You put them in your ear. The blobs heat up with this technology, which is incredible. It's like this purple-blue light heats it up, and it goes... And fits into your ear, and boom, you have earbuds that are custom-made for you in your home in like 30 seconds, and it's incredible. If you try fits and don't love them as much as I do, don't worry. Ultimate Ears offers a 30-day money-back guarantee, plus you'll get free shipping, free returns, and a one-year warranty. Use promo code WEIRD at UE.com slash FITS. To get your pair of UE Fits for just $169 during their holiday sale, that's ue.com slash fits and use promo code WEIRD. That's Pete's pick number one.
1: UE Fits, because we all have different sized holes.
0: I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that.
1: <laughs> I hope they do.
0: <laughs> I mean second of all, I'm wearing it right now. This is this is a product that has absolutely changed both Val and I's life. It's changed that we just got it to for a, a kid that we knew mm-hmm. that was having some anxiety problems. Uh, it's, it's, it's the Apollo Neuro. You've heard us talk about, a lot about the Apollo Neuro, even just on the show, because I, I can't stop talking about it to pretty much anyone I meet. People notice it. I tell them about it. And I'm going to say nine times out of 10, they end up getting one because I'm very, very passionate about it. Yeah. It is a wearable tech. You've heard about wearable technology. This goes around your wrist. goes on the inside of your wrist, sort of like how cool people wear their watches, like Johnny Depp might wear his watch.
1: I got mine on my ankle.
0: You can also wear it on your ankle, which is like, kind of like discreet. Like yeah. I'm sort of more of a Enneagram 4, so I like wearing it and being like, it's not a watch. It's actually wearable tech.
1: Yeah. And I hate that. <laughs> <I'm just
0: laughs> <And you're, kidding. laughs> you, you hate that about me, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> no. It uses vibrations to speak directly to your nervous system, basically... Tr- not tricking, but convincing your body that you are experiencing the sensation of being held. It's like a wearable hug for your nervous system using touch therapy to help you feel safe and in control. It helps you relax, sleep, focus, and be more productive. You can wear it on your wrist or your ankle. It delivers gentle, soothing vibrations. They're not really perceptual. You can set it even lower. I keep it around 30, 40%, uh, or you can have it really, really subtle and it trains your nervous system to recover and rebalance after stress. It is incredible. It's like finding the, um, the fuse box to your emotional system, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Energy and wake up, you will definitely notice that one. It's like espresso, but you don't have to drink any caffeine. I do that before my uh, workouts. After my workouts, I put it on rebuild and recover. Helps my body recover faster. I do that before. uh, I do that after stressful dinners with my family Mm -hmm. (laughs) as well. Mm -hmm. Social and open is just what it sounds like. Helps you flow and get into a more social uh, state. Clear and focused is what it's on right now because I've been writing. I swear by that, and they have some very, very exciting uh, double-blind studies that they haven't yet published, but very, very exciting stuff about the clear and focused setting specifically. Meditation and mindfulness, which is what I set it for, not only when I'm meditating, which helps me go way, way deeper than I had in years. I also just put on meditation and mindfulness if I'm at a dinner and having a hard time blocking out the conversation of the people that are way too close to us.
1: That's what mine's on right now. (laughs) You are funny It is true though
0: Relax and Unwind is what I put it on at night When I'm watching a movie uh, Val and I call it the try to stay awake setting It really will mm. get me ready for mm-hmm. bed And when I'm in bed I put it on Sleep and Renew And the best part of Sleep and Renew is If I wake up in the middle of the night to pee And I get back in bed and my mind is awake I hit both buttons on the Apollo And it reruns the program that you ran most recently Which is Sleep and Renew And it helps me fall back asleep This is huge, I love it Mm -hmm. Trains your nervous system to cope with stress. It's not woo-woo. I know you guys know I love woo-woo stuff, but this was developed by a neuroscientist and a board-certified psychiatrist who have been studying the impact of chronic stress in humans for uh, nearly 15 years. Their effect on stress, sleep, cognitive performance, and recovery have been proven in multiple clinical trials and real-world studies. You can even get 10% off. 10% 10% off by going to apolloneuro.com slash weird and show your support of this show. That's A-P-O-L-L-O-N-E-U-R-O dot com slash weird. Boom, boom, boom. Last but not least is my and Val's multivitamin is ritual, the cleanest, most wonderful multivitamin. In fact, the only multivitamin I've ever consistently taken because I absolutely Love it being a part of my ritual, being a part of my process. In the morning, I take it. It makes me feel ready to start my day knowing that I'm getting everything, all those gaps from my diet filled in by a wonderful, clean, sugar-free, non-GMO, no allergens, no synthetic fillers, no artificial colorants multivitamin. It's vegan-friendly. It's formulated with high-quality nutrients and bioavailable forms your body can actually use, which of course is super, super huge. When I mention multivitamins to people, they always mention the same thing, which is, don't you just pee that out? Usually, yes. Ritual is the only multivitamin I've ever taken that doesn't turn my pee bright highlighter yellow. You know, that feeling like you're like, did any of that get through? It's because it's got the delayed release. It waits until it gets into your lower intestine before it breaks down. And that's where your body can actually absorb these nutrients. Plus... It's got a minty taste, which you wouldn't think matters, but it really, it really matters. It makes a
1: big difference.
0: It doesn't taste like a disgusting, dry, chalky horse pill. It's a clear pill with a minty Reasonable flavor. size. not too big. And it's got just like a pill from the future. It's got the little floating dots in the middle. Mm-hmm. And a multivitamin, as you know, should contain key nutrients that your body can actually use and fill those gaps, like D3, hard for me to get as a vegan, and B12. D3, of course, is important to it for immune health. And B12 is very important for so many things, including energy. It's all in there in two daily pills. And you'll know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from thanks to Ritual's One-of-A-Kind visible supply chain now available for women, men, and teens. Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support the different stages of life. And this is my favorite part. One of the things that motivates me to take them is knowing that it's a subscription and it's coming. So I don't want them to get backed up, and they never have because I know they're coming. And they show up at the door in very, very minimal packaging, which I really appreciate. And that, again, keeps me on in that ritual and on track to keep taking them. We're here on vacation, but they're right there in the bathroom because I always remember to take them. And I love that it's sort of the treadmill of, of vitamins. They're on their way, and it keeps me going. If I do uh, get a buildup, which I have once, it's very easy. The website is wonderful to snooze, uh, start, or cancel your subscription anytime and if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. So get the key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering listener, uh, weirdos 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com weird to start your ritual today and show your support of this show. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoy the show. Wish we were going to be doing Largo in January. We are canceling it, postponing it due to uh, COVID. Uh, stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay crispy. Enjoy the show, Valerie.
1: Get into it.
0: Seasons greetings, weirdos.
1: <laughs> oh, hello! Welcome to our very, holiday-
0: very subdued, our
1: calm holiday our very edition. Calm
0: ASMR. Oh. ASMR.
1: Happy holidays. Happy holidays.
0: holidays. <laughs> oh, I hear those sleigh bells ringing. By the way, this won't be coming out.
1: Oh, it'll be after Christmas
0: when it the holidays out. thank you
1: oh I'm sorry not I did it again not
0: everybody worships Jesus, Jesus not really it. at all <laughs> when you look right closely at the global population it's actually quite small <laughs> Hindus rockin' a big population Buddhists also have appreciation and the atheists let's be real that's only the the size of the heel if the rest is a body. <laughs> atheists are the is a body. <laughs> a body. Atheism is a modern phenomenon. Most of human existence it was a foregone conclusion that there was a greater power. So who's that sitting in the Dolly Dolls window <laughs> calling me a queer? Oh no! You can't <laughs> say that word. Oh, <laughs> oh.
1: Come on. That was really good, actually. And, and like, the thing is, you just keep going until it fails. Mm. But, like, and then that sometimes, I think, diminishes all the good work you did (laughs) leading up to that You mean at the
0: end I'll throw a grenade like I'm about to say something inappropriate, but that'll take away from the fact that, like... Hindus, have yeah, a big like there was population. The whole
1: thing, and Buddhists also have appreciation. Have, have appreciation. <laughs> like that was great. You rhymed population with appreciation, and it made sense. And it had kind
0: of like a popcorn melody, if I will.
1: It's very rare that I see you do a song like that. Wait for it, because it's not very rare that I see you do a song like that.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's pretty <laughs> often. Oh, that's but, pretty uh, uh, often. Jack it. Lemon. <laughs>
1: Um, But it's very rarely that I see you sing a song like that and then really stick the landing.
0: Yeah, but I did. You didn't... I don't think you were there. So we're recording this because it's over the holiday break and Val and I have time and Val's about to get... Her surgery for her polyp Mm -hmm. And she won't be able to speak for three weeks So we are recording this uh, On December
1: 21st That's about a month before it's gonna We'll release it in about a month
0: or so Yeah, Yeah. so it's still crimbus for us Mm -hmm. And my parents were just here And There's no, I'm sure we've covered this before on other episodes where my parents just left, which by the way, Val figured out that in the past four months, I've seen them three times.
1: (laughs) Isn't that insane? Like it
0: it is insane. And this is what always happens. My dad comes by day two of the visit. He's like, I'm not doing this again. I'll (laughs) tell you that. This is a bunch. He doesn't say it's a bunch of bullshit, but you can tell that he's like flying across the country and then, like, I don't know what he's expecting, but it's never what he's expecting. Yeah. Okay, or it's not... Maybe it's, you could say it's not what he hoped. Yeah. So he's like, that's enough of this. I don't need this bullshit. I'm out of here. And then, like, a month later, the whole drive is wiped.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: he's like, we're coming again! And I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck is going on? That's why I have to joke with them and go, like... <laughs> You don't like it, yeah, you don't like it yeah i we we went out to dinner on one night, and I was like, "Do you want to not like Italian or do you want to not like Mexican <laughs> like it's just getting to <laughs> a level of
1: honesty, oh my gosh, it was so you I do really, and your brother really enjoys it's such a marker of success that you are able to make jokes like that. Directly to them, and they and they and they like it every time. Impressive that they do like That's it. That's the
0: best feature of my folks is Maybe. that they have a sense they know what they are. Mm-hmm. They're aware. Yeah, they know. Yeah, and we joke and, and we're like, they, all right, let's cut this before we go sour. Like it's about to get shitty in here, and like, yeah.
1: everyone laughs. Yep, and and but it is still so therapeutic when you just call it out, and I can see it like your brother benefiting it from it. Yeah, too. he likes it. Uh, and and it is it it really is like such a good use of comedy, which is where your comedy comes from. And
0: that brings me to my point: when me, my mom, my dad, and my brother specifically are in our house, it's like they're in the house.
1: They're in the house when they're in out. You're, you're in our house. house. Yeah.
0: In fact, when they were leaving, I referenced the movie The Others, and I grabbed Val and went, "This house is ours. This house is ours. This <laughs> house is ours. This house is ours." <laughs> Which, by the way, I've never even made it to that point because that movie scares me so bad.
1: I didn't know that that was a reference to the others. Of course, I would never see that movie.
0: No, me gusto. No. You know who that movie is for? The others. Others,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: sort of like a and hair flip on that. Yeah, one. You're, really, others. you're
1: really making a meal out of it, and I just swooped right in and said it.
0: But I, one of the best parts of their visit, to your point was my dad once wanted to listen to like crooning <laughs> like croon songs of like course. Dean Martin and all that and i think they get a kick out of the fact that alexa
1: which is available to them uh-huh easy setup i mean we have a first generation alexa dot yeah not even the full it's alexa it's not a fancy
0: and, and it's
1: totally great and we've used it for years and it's fine and, and they, they could get that For probably like $45 at this point. I'm
0: sure it's less than that. Because I'm always shocked at, what is this, brought to us by Ted Bezos? (laughs) But I'm just saying. Ted. Ted. Is it not Ted? No, it's Jeff. Jeff. (laughs) Who owns this multi-billion company? Jeff. Doesn't sound right. Ted. Ted.
1: Yeah.
0: Ted I'd follow into corporate battle. Well, Jeff. Jeff sounds like the guy that came for the free food. (laughs) Jeff
1: Jeff, who lives at home
0: The cookies are for after the meeting Jeff <laughs> uh, Anyway um, I feel like that uh, There's like an enmeshment quality mm-hmm. So once you get an Amazon uh, It's sort of like You're like an Amazon
1: household Yeah
0: And like it wants you to like buy th- We don't do that Mm-mm. It's never worked when you go Mm-mm. like I won't say it A word in case someone's playing this over their speaker A word uh, buy paper towels she's always like here's what I found for paper towels one Sanskrit roll of the Dead Sea Scrolls from Israel for $72,000 US I'm like I don't want to buy (laughs)
1: Would you like me to purchase? No. I'll no. just get on my phone and do it.
0: It's on its way, doctor. It thinks I'm a doctor. <laughs>
1: it thinks I'm a paleontologist. Well, you told, you told her I you did. were a doctor.
0: I did say, call me doctor, mm-hmm. because it really just gets my engine geared up. <laughs> okay, this episode is over. <laughs> um, well, th- there's a couple things. One, I tried to set up an Amazon account for my mom, oh. which, guys... I'm 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 savvy in a lot of ways, and one of the ways I'm savvy is t- I think I'm fairly tech savvy. I think you are too. I'm not fantastic.
1: No, you're good.
0: But I'm good. <laughs> I'm from the generation that you had to like transfer their CDs to M- to AA, whatever it was, the AR- AARPs. <laughs> and then onto the drive of the iPod and then remove it. Was- everything was horrible. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So I tried going in with all of that knowledge that I just in a flourish demonstrated. I tried I to set, part. I didn't know anything and it was a humiliation. It was it was a pure line of humiliation. <laughs> Someone cut up and put on a Dido CD case and I went, oh, I'm Humiliated. I just tried to show that I was tech savvy, and I couldn't remember
1: the name of the files. Can someone please convert this Dido CD into an AAR? You
0: are a true talent. You're listening. You're engaged. You're alive. You're present. You're compassionate. You're flowing. You're vibrant. (laughs) Thank you.
1: uh, Can
0: I just? This is a sidebar. I won't forget Amazon and crooning is what we have, the two irons in the fire. Yeah. But one of the days we were having breakfast or lunch with my family, we just dropped by the the Gungers to pick up our car. We had left our car there. And one of our, whatever. We weren't drunk. No. <laughs> we just had to leave a car there be, for car seat reasons. <laughs> so we were going back and there was Michael and his daughter on the porch and we ended up hanging out with them. You were exhausted rightfully mm-hmm. and went to take a nap and I hung out with Gungis. And one of the things that he said to me because he's just such a every time I talk to him I'm like this is a guy I could talk to any day. I like know. always can talk to him. So sweet. And he was ta- we were talking about death and he was like when my hand is here and he held his hand up and then I move it over here and he moved his hand slightly to the left. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's the death of my hand being over here.
1: Mm-hmm. He was like, mm-hmm.
0: we think of death as like this one time experience. But really everything, it's the Buddhist idea. You look at a cup and you say the cup is already broken. Mm-hmm. And for some reason I found like great life and hope in that.
1: Of course. Where it's
0: like we're sort of death experts.
1: Yeah. We
0: think of death as a one time oh my god here it comes it's the ghost train and it's gonna go right up my urethra and out my butthole carrying all of my organs (laughs) and i'm dead
1: yeah
0: and then i'm like i know we say stuff like this on the pod all the time but not only is seven-year-old pete gone Mm. junior high pete is gone Mm -hmm. senior prom pete is gone like he's gone and it's okay like it's It's nobody's going around. Some people are, but not most of us aren't going like, oh, no, eight year old me. Like we, we were okay Mm. participating in what the universe is doing, Mm. which is constant and never ending, undulating, one of my favorite words, change. Yeah. And we are that change. Yeah. Without us. There's nothing with which to measure that change Mm -hmm. and you're never not changing Mm -hmm. and death is another change. It's a change of this body, these atoms, this consciousness, however far you want to take that. Mm -hmm. But it's what you've been doing the whole time. That's right. It's not like, oh, I'm living in a normal world. We were talking about, I said, Val, our Enneagram 9, the love of my life, Mm -hmm. when we went on a date. Not that long ago, you were like, I love hearing a song that I know. And we talked Mm -hmm. about the comfort of Mm -hmm. hearing a song you've heard before Mm -hmm. or watching a TV show or a movie that you've seen before. Mm -hmm. And it does kind of make you go like this, this like sort of titillates your memory, Mm -hmm. reminds you that you've been here before. Mm -hmm. You're you're just hearing Dido play Mm -hmm. and you're like, I am what I am. I do what What I I I want. And I, I can hide. hide. I, I will. See. <laughs> <laughs> the drummer that got
1: fired from Dido's band.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that was my whole sense of humor. With Urn was drummers Drumming. that were going too hard yeah. in a song. Yeah. Like like a, a quiet church song yeah. and someone just rips ass on the drums.
1: I don't know if I've said on the podcast, but uh, you know this, but maybe you forgot that I also, with my Urn, Rachel, my monogamous friend from high school... Uh, meaning we were just monogamous with each other, basically. Um, I would for do, car seat reasons. <laughs> for car seat reasons, not because we were drunk. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't know why I'm sensitive. I was like, we had a car, the Gungers.
1: We weren't fucking them. <laughs> it's such
0: a weird. Like, why would you say that? If, uh, yeah, it was car seat well, reasons.
1: It was car seat reasons. Um, but I would do a bit where I would like make a bad joke and then go but cheap. Like just do like a it whole keeps drum solo. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: kind of like a swing dance drum solo.
1: You did it better than I could have ever done it. <laughs> um,
0: I'm sorry, guys. Everybody's turned this off. Even yeah. our most diehard fan.
1: Yeah. Is
0: like we're out of here. All right.
1: We'll catch the next one. We'll
0: catch the next one. I just said what you said. <laughs> um, anyway, death being changed, being something. Oh, we're yeah. so I, so anyway, Familiar song. If you think about, oh, yeah. But then we were like, even when you hear a song you've heard before, mm-hmm. we listed all the variants, the vari- variabilities, mm. the amount of wax in your ear. You know when a, an, a, an ambulance goes by, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's because it sound, it travels it's like a wave changing. and it hits you in a different way and yeah. it's perceived in a different way. Mm-hmm. So even though we were in that, <coughs> I die, we were in that restaurant, hearing Dido, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: where it was coming from was slightly different. Oh,
1: sure. There yeah. was
0: a different amount of earwax and mm-hmm. also... uh, the level of attention you have available to play to... Like, if you listen to the song and you're just in perfect darkness listening to the song, that's all you have. Very different song from in a crowded restaurant. So what I'm saying is, like, even though there's the illusion of familiarity, Mm -hmm. uh, people are listening to our voices, and that's familiar. But, like, never like this. Mm -hmm. I know there's a little garden state right now, but never like this.
1: Yeah, no. But what's different, and this is, like... I, what what I would have added to the conversation if I had been there is that to me so I'm not saying this is the objective truth but I understand it's it's sky and earth and this is how it always goes when we talk to Gungis like to me I understand truly I've experienced when I can be like this life the only constant is that this life is always changing and In Like, I am in a moving river that is constantly flowing. If I can open and surrender to that, that is what true freedom feels like. Yes. And that is, like, the open sky. Let go
0: of control and you will have it, Alan
1: Watts. Yeah, but for me, the song being familiar, even if I'm experiencing it in a different way, what's happening is it's signaling to my brain something... Safe because oh, it's familiar, and I'm
0: not trying to take that away. Oh no, from you. I know. Yeah. I'm just,
1: uh, and to me, that feels loving, like some sort of like, yes, I'm in this constantly weird, changing dream. It's always flowing, and these moments have been given to me to be like, N- you belong here. You know this place. It's okay. You don't have to. It's not some weird psychedelic. That's right. Hell. That's right. <laughs> you are. You're safe here. But you're you grounded. are that
0: change that that's what I mean is like the fear of change is absurd. it's mm. like a gear and a clock being afraid of clocks mm. it's like I can't stand clocks said this tiny gear in the clock
1: mm. like you
0: are a clock, yeah, like. It's yeah. your change
1: yeah
0: and and death is one of those changes, mm-hmm. and the fact that we fear it is because we've forgotten what Leela is so uh, aware of and all children are so aware of is that it's it's this, and this is moving, mm. like we went on it so while you were doing uh whatever you were just doing, we went a new feature of Leela's she'll walk, which mm-hmm. I already told you, I think I already shared this on the podcast, so we can go on like long. Walks. So we walked for like two and a half hours Whoa. all around the neighborhood. Oh my we God. ran into Paul Rust, which was super fun. Oh, that's cute. And moments before I saw Paul Rust, we were crossing the street. I looked in a car and thought it was Paul Rust.
1: Was it him? No. Whoa.
0: I looked in the car and went, oh, I think that's Paul Rust. I don't think he sees us. Half a... Bl- not even half a block later, Paul Rust.
1: That's crazy. Fucking nuts. Wow. And
0: his beautiful dog, Judy... I think her name was oh, Judy, which is a great, it's Judy. great dog name. That's
1: a great dog name. Great
0: dog name. And then I told him about the other Paul Russ, and he was like, I think I have to go kill him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's how it works. Yeah. Can Highlander sort of thing. Cute. Um, so Leela wouldn't stop looking at things on the ground. I'm playing over reality. I'm sort of superimposing my memory of the many times I've walked down that street. Mm-hmm. And... It's it's something my brain is doing to save energy. Mm. It's a sort of like we like like there's a slope in our house, mm. and when you if you first came to our house, you would notice that the ground slopes, and if you put a marble on the ground, it would roll towards the fireplace. It's just a very old house. Don't notice it anymore mm. because my brain is like this is how the ground is here, and I'm going to level it mentally. Mm. In the same way, it sort of like seems to be smoothing out reality and making it a little bit less interesting. And then you, when you walk with a child, and you have that walk through her eyes. Yeah. She's noticing the grotesquely huge mushroom growing out of the side of the building and she wants to touch it. Yeah. And I let her because we're about to wash your hands. Anyway, <laughs> she she stared like the kid in American Beauty. Want to see the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, kid. Mm-hmm. She stared at a discarded grandma's chocolate chip cookie bag. Yeah. She squatted down and was just looking at it mm-hmm. as if she was going to sketch it. And I squatted down and looked at it too and in that moment mm. she uh, awo- she enlivened me and awoke me mm. to the reality that you said this this sort of river mm. it is a like we're so fascinated by fractals and stuff like everything's moving and changing and everything is a microcosm of the of the larger picture that's that's sort of what's going on here mm. the illusion of separateness I'm in this and I go around and I hear the songs gives it that like first person experience and the change is far less evident. Mm -hmm. But if that's why I think one of the reasons we're really interested in like time-lapse photography, Mm -hmm. because that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. When you look at times square sped up, you see that we are a fractal and I'm not trying to give anybody paranoia. I'm trying to say that there's nothing to be afraid of. Mm -hmm. You were you are a product of an ever changing, ever evolving, ever arcing towards more and more novelty, force mm-hmm. energy. You are a pro you are that energy. Mm-hmm. It's in you, it is you, and it's all around you. Mm-hmm. Your ego has done a very good job. Leela's not as much, which is why she's Encased in wonder, so much more. Mm-hmm. But you've done a good job forgetting and believing that you're separate. But when that goes away, you see that there's nothing to be afraid of because nothing real can be threatened. Mm-hmm. Which is from the Course in Miracles. Mm-hmm. Nothing real can be threatened. Mm-hmm. What are, What are you doing?
1: You're it. Mm.
0: You're it. Yeah. Um,
1: and what's so great about Leela is that. She doesn't know any of that. If you had said any of that to no, her. No, no, she, she said like, all of that to me. <laughs> oh wow. She
0: said "facto." facto. You are facto.
1: <laughs> you facto. I'm facto.
0: Amado. She, <laughs> she wanted it to me. Bamado.
1: And she says "batar." Batar. For guitar. I mean, this is what we're living with here.
0: Guys Guys, you guys, guys. Have, you
1: guys, have you have guys you... gotten into Leela? She's so cool. Yeah, she's a <laughs> Um Keep
0: going. Sorry, hundred apologies.
1: But she like like, you know, some people are just gonna present company included and <laughs> Gungies and Alan Watts and all of those dudes uh, like are gonna get. Their dick's hard by really, and everything you said was just so beautiful and true. So I'm not minimizing it, but, but are like by sitting and like contemplating that and like zooming out and zooming out and kaleidoscoping and like what the what's going on. And like, if you are somebody who, like me, is in a phase where you're just like, yeah, I don't know. When I the more I feel contemplate those kinds of airy ideas, the kind of the further I feel from it, whatever it is, take comfort in the fact that Leela is just being in the moment and and all of that is true and she's experiencing it but she's not thinking it.
0: Well, the, yes, exactly. It goes back To my 5 MEO DMT revelation, which is, uh, well, it was really my mantra going in. It was confirmed, but is I trust myself, right? Mm -hmm. So you can experience sort of like a stomach dropping paranoia. That's Mm -hmm. why I was like, look, don't panic, but it's a fractal. But if you realize that it's trustworthy, that's what faith is.
1: Right.
0: Uh, Again, I say this all the time, but Richard Rohr pointed out to me Mm -hmm. in his writings. That faith has be has come to mean believing unbelievable things with absolute certainty, mm. as opposed to faith being trust, even though you don't know what's going on. Yeah, like that you don't understand all the time what's going on. Yeah. It becomes like, no, I understand. Mm. I eat cows because I have dominion over the animals. Mm-hmm. Like what? What is happening here? <laughs> like, can, can you just say like, I know it's I don't know, <laughs> but like, yeah. I didn't mean to. Make that a vegetarian agenda I'm just saying like It's not supposed to be cut and dry I, I don't know what's going on Yeah I ate some fish last night With my family Which brings us back Nicely Oh The thing that came to mind When I was walking with Leela And I wrote this down Was I forget who I heard say this But Eckhart Tolle Has a quote where he goes Even if you're in prison for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You're not in prison for the rest of your life. You're just sitting in a room.
1: In this moment. In this you're moment just you're just sitting in a room. room. Yeah.
0: It's this idea. And I've heard Wim Hof talk about this too. How do you climb Mount Kilimanjaro in shorts? Mm-hmm. He goes one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And he and I believe. I don't know if it's the Maasai warriors. I'm not sure where he got it. But he talked about a tribe that said. They have this beautiful phrase. Which is one step at a time. One step at a time. And it's. That's that's like the prison sentence. It, mm. it becomes way worse when you just keep reminding yourself yeah. and this never ends. Or yeah. the mountain is very tall. Mm. And I've experienced this many times when I'm doing my Wim Hof breathing and I'm trying to hold my breath. If you think it's two minutes or three minutes, you won't do it.
1: Mm-hmm. If
0: you remind yourself that you have everything you need mm. and you actually have to transcend thought... And I like to listen to music when I do it. Lose yourself in the music the moment. (laughs) What I'm saying is you have to not think about it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the fractal thing, going back to that, you, it's been stabilized. Mm. That alone is beautiful. Yeah. That it's not. It can maybe seem to a newborn baby that it's like, wait, 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 everything's crazy. Yeah. But you adapted. Yeah. That is a type of grace. Yeah. That is a type of love. Yeah. That is a type, that is a clue to the trustworthiness that it's like Mm. you came to a place that your body has evolved and grown to be equipped to handle it and survive Mm. in it.
1: Yeah. That's basically what I'm saying about the song recognition and things being familiar it's a, it feels to me like it is a stabilizing tool mm-hmm. to be like yes this is all ever changing and and crazy but why have memory if not to and I know there's like biological reasons to have memory but like wh- why have memory if not to just like stabilize you in into this moment as it is And right once
0: here. you're stable Greater things are possible. Yeah, so like if you you have have community and routine, and yeah, go ahead.
1: You have to feel safe. Like your this is just your point too, which I love. I love that point that it's that it's trustworthy. But you have to feel safe in that before you can really marvel at the ever-changing fractal part. Well, this is the
0: hierarchy of needs, Mm -hmm. and I find that incredibly useful. When it's just like, look, we've said this a million times, but if you're worried about where you're going to sleep tonight, I mean, that's probably going to take up most of your awareness. Yeah. And that's totally fine. That is not, one isn't better or further along than the other. It's a luxury and and a privilege and a joy to be able to talk this way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
1: But it's also, yeah, it's also just like a basic... Yeah, if you, I think it's very common for people to not believe, like, fundamentally that life is safe and that they are safe in life. Yeah. So that's kind of the first step is is the message that you got on the 5MEO, which is trust yourself. That
0: you're at your deepest level. You're the I mean, it it stops making sense when you start talking about it. But it's like because when I say you're doing it, Mm. you're like, well, then I want to make it rain Big Macs (laughs) and you can't do that. So you're like, well, I guess I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's almost like you jumped into a game. You made a game for yourself. Mm -hmm. And the only way to play it was to forget that you were. The computer itself, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of computers, going back to, I I just think this is pretty relatable. Being tech savvy, as I demonstrated with my soliloquy on .am3 files, (laughs) oh God. (laughs) I was like, okay, my mom needs Amazon Mm. and she doesn't have Amazon. And I, I was sort of like shocked at that. I was like... How do you, like, especially Mm. an old woman who Mm. isn't very mobile, you need Amazon. Mm. So I download Amazon. I open it up. I put in her email. I set up her password. It emails her a one-time OTP number Mm -hmm. that I'm going to confirm my email with. I've gotten to this step. I go to her mail. (laughs) It's not there. (laughs) It's not there. I keep refreshing it. It's not there. I do it again. It's not there again. I've proven twice now to the Amazon app that I'm not a robot. I'm finding crosswalks. (laughs) I'm finding mountains. I'm finding letters. I'm having it speak it just because it's fun to hear it go. (laughs) M-Z-R-Q-X-7-Japan. I did all this twice The frustration of my mom's giant fonted phone. (laughs) And I keep scrolling it down. It's the mail app. It's it's hooked up to her one and only mail.
1: It should be there. Yeah.
0: And I can't find any way to go to any other mailbox. For some reason there was no it was like
1: Well, you couldn't go to all mail.
0: It was like simplified. Like there was no no. there was nothing. Oh no. It was like set to granny mode. Like, someone said it to granny mode, and it was like, here's your inbox. And I'm, I keep scrolling it. I'm just seeing four words from her church lady friends, like, YouTube videos about squirrels, like, for real. Oh, wow. I take out my phone. I send her an email, and I just write the word test in the subject. Send it to her. I check for that. It's not there.
1: Oh, my God. My
0: blood goes black. <laughs> like, it just turns into oil. I go from, like, pretty calm, pretty present pretty patient to I fu- I just can't mm-hmm. Simon Pegg did the podcast um, the week they were in town. We were talking about the Mission Impossible movies. And one of the things I like love about the Mission Impossible movies is that they're they're solving problems. It's like very they're like, we got to get in this. Well, it's very difficult. We can do it. And then they do it. And you're like, yeah. yeah. It's like this great feeling. And I called my parents an unsolvable problem. And this is what I meant. Yeah, I have the email. Yeah. I'm opening it. It's- I'm sending it. She needs Amazon. But then I'm like, at dinner, my dad was mashing his phone. And I was like, <laughs> what are you trying to do? And he's like, I'm trying to tip the Uber driver. And I'm like... I, he gave me the phone so I could tip the Uber driver. He had dumplings in his Uber Eats cart. They were in the cart. And the button that was left to push was confirmed. Check out oh and pay. God. And I don't even know where he was sending these dumplings. <laughs> But Uber Eats was about to be driving around with some dumplings for <laughs> they're Jay Holmes.
1: you are going to deliver the dumplings to the re- other restaurant that we were at.
0: Yes. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, you can't just mash buttons. And then I was like, it's probably good that they don't have yeah. Amazon. My mom is the woman. That if you emailed her and was like, I'm a Nigerian prince.
1: Yes, 100%. Or, you
0: know, you get those voicemails that are like, hello, this is the bank calling to say that you are... I got Mm -hmm. one that was like, you have a $2,000 charge on Amazon. If you do not call us back, it will be there in two days. And I I hung up and went, I wonder what it's (laughs) going (laughs) to be. So I was like, they don't need Amazon. My mom's going to subscribe and save for like drones, she's going to buy like a seventeen hundred dollar drone, but she's going to impossibly subscribe to a drone. <laughs> so she'll get a new drone.
1: <laughs> the drone of the a, month. They have a subscription. Mom,
0: why do you have fourteen drones? <laughs> well, a year and two months ago, I accidentally pushed it, but like it's too much. Yeah, like, old people shouldn't have the nuclear codes. No, they need to drive to Target. Yeah, go get it, and you like it anyway. Smelling the soap, seeing your friend Roberta <laughs> in aisle three—it's out. Really? But this was the great accomplishment of that trip, and it's worth mentioning. Is that sometimes Val? Obviously, you're very helpful in helping me love and support my inner child. And sometimes when I'm with my parents, I completely lose my my not completely, you know, but I lose some of my grown upness. Mm-hmm. And I just start thinking that these are my parents again.
1: Yeah, and that, everybody reverts.
0: And that's that. what life in prison feels like. You go like, I'm back. Yeah. Like the child inside is like, they're back.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm back, back here. Your limbic here. brain doesn't know time. It thinks that you are that child.
0: And that's why I had heartburn the entire visit. Mm. I went through an entire bottle of antacids just eating them like candy. And I will say... Did we already make this joke? What? The Tums soft chews. Their slogan should be, you'll pray for heartburn. <laughs> yeah, because they taste like goddamn Starburst. They're
1: so good. And I... they have
0: that Mentos tooth feel. Oh, they have the,
1: the... best mouth feel. It's... They're so good. They
0: know, too. Yeah. If I burp. Oh, I go, I could probably take a few Tums. It's ridiculous. I know. It's the next season of Dope Sick.
1: Leela was like
0: <laughs> Michael Keaton's oh gonna be God. like, these tums taste better than candy. <laughs> how is that fair? How
1: are they supposed to get how are we supposed to tell people not to eat these every day? <laughs> um
0: anyway, Amazon what were we saying?
1: Uh, um, oh,
0: um, Then I recognized the the, the weird kind of I don't want to say the hell, but the trap of my parents, and I've said this many times, is you're, you're having a meal you're not enjoying. Or at least you're not, you're not... Everybody's not getting what they wanted from the meal. Yeah. So sometimes and, it's a little...
1: Another way to put it, that is nobody is getting what they want. Yes. So me. it
0: can be a little tense. It can be a little quiet
1: sometimes. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you're just eating, and then you're planning the next meal while you're not enjoying the meal you're eating. Yeah. And that is a very specific torture it's like you're eating and you're like what are we doing tomorrow like can you come by tomorrow for but and i'm all in i do it because Mm -hmm. i understand there's love and i love them and i'm even now that the hang is over i can say it was nice seeing them in its way
1: that could be true is that what it (laughs) is that could be true that can be true that can be true that can
0: be true (laughs) but in that moment we we had already opened presents Sidebar. Presence. Yeah. The Holmes family.
1: The living worst at presence. Indisputed
0: worst family at presence in the world. Yeah. And in it's the not, world.
1: It's not just so you might be thinking like, oh, they just are bad at like knowing what to get people. No, they're bad at every process, every part of the process of presence. Like giving it giving like it like handing it to it, you
0: here it is uh
1: telling you what it is before, before you get it th- yep. uh giving it to you way before you should have it or way after just really bad
0: i love my brother so much so dude if somehow you hear this please don't <laughs> feel teased it's just our family it's how we are what my brother gave us was an unwrapped trio of duracell flashlights
1: and you and i had checked you, know what? With you-
0: that is useful and we will use it. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, and I told him that and I meant it. But then I looked at Val and I was like, compared to the Cheney Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like wrapped and it says it's from Santa. It's even pl- getting that going.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's something that you didn't
1: even know you definitely wanted. And you
0: did want it. Or
1: even if you don't want it, you're like, I can totally see how, how you this would made it. you think I of still me. remember
0: how your mom gave me a dry. <sighs> container of lentil soup. Yes. And I was just like, that is so sweet. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm a vegetarian or veganish, and like what do they eat? Lentil soup. <laughs> yeah.
1: And she's right. And, I do eat lentil soup. And I feel like that was one of the first Christmases, so she was still like <laughs> getting to know you, your taste like she's only improved upon oh she's that better at this point.
0: my brother taking a trio of Duracell flashlights out of an Albertsons bag and handing it to me <laughs> that is not <laughs> you know what I mean your well, family's got stockings that are literally stuffed
1: full stuffed yeah we have half the presents that my mom still says are from Santa so that we can like have the feeling of waking up at Christmas morning and the presents have doubled So, like,
0: Santa came. Santa came.
1: (laughs) Which, by the way, she was doing for us when we were adults without children. So, it's not just because there are grandkids there.
0: And my parents sent a package for Leela's presents. Yeah. And it has not yet arrived. And they've already left.
1: They over... (laughs) 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 It is just exactly the whole shebang. (laughs) Your mom ordered it online it was mailed to her.
0: Then they mailed. Then, then my so dad mailed could it to then us.
1: Mail it to us, and, and I she,
0: was just like, "Did you say when will it arrive?"
1: She said that he overnighted it, but she then like kind of rolled her eyes, like, "Who knows what he did?"
0: That's true. And, uh, that feels right. And
1: also, she, but to her credit, she did say, "I should have just had it sent to you, not order it to her, just yeah. so she could send it." And this else. is the
0: nightmare of her with Amazon. Like, we yeah. would get a package of, like, elbow cream <laughs> and be like, we didn't order this. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just too much power. You yeah. can't give Pandora's box to my parents. Yeah, I do know some 80-year-old people, and this is real, that I, I think would beat me in a fight. Like, I'm just like, these are... <laughs> yes. with it. And then you have my parents who were sort of nuts when they were 40. Yeah. And now they're 80, and they're still that, and I love them, and, th- and that could be true.
1: That can be true. And I,
0: I do love them, but the rest can be true. Anyway... Um, that was the sidebar about the gifts. Um, What was I saying? So
1: you were saying the... Oh, the
0: crooning. We're we're, we're all the way back to that. Yeah. The best moment of the visit for me was when it's the three of them and I start sort of internally panicking. They're back. I'm a kid again. I will just start singing. My dad will be like, put on Smokey and the Five Ways Or whatever And, you're, and I'll just start singing it Were you
1: there for this? I think I was in the kitchen But I did hear your mom at one point say Siri, play whatever it was
0: Alberto it, Benigni and or and something we like,
1: it's not Siri
0: And uh, it sucks <laughs> Oh, and the watch I got her Remember, if you were here for that episode Where I bought her a watch Because she was falling mm. And she, ha- I got her an Apple watch So she'd always have something on her To call yeah. for help And sweet. we're sitting at the table And I was like, oh, you're wearing the watch I'm feeling like a good son I'm feeling like it's going to work My mom, if she, God forbid, she falls again She can call for help And she goes, oh yeah, it works great And she went, call Peter Call Peter Call Peter. And I go, don't you have to say, hey, Siri? And she's like, oh, right. Hey, Siri. Call Peter. It did not activate. And then she goes, finally, for some reason, it does start to work. Like Mm -hmm. the fourth time, it goes, hey, Siri. And it goes, poot And she goes, call Peter. And it goes, I'm not seeing a Peter in your contacts. (laughs) She goes, call Pete. I'm not seeing a Pete in your contacts. Call Pete Holmes. Like she went through every way you could say my name, and it was the last one she guessed. Like if it was, it was Petey. like Ten
1: minutes later. Yeah,
0: like the moment where TikTok, TikTok, every moment counts. She's like, call. It's dark. It's, it's dark. dark
1: outside. No, I mean it's a dark subject. I thought it was like. Yeah. She's still doing it. Call Pete. <laughs>
0: It's just that we're back to Mission Impossible, the winnable, solvable problems. So anyway, when I'm with them, I'm never funnier in the way that started this whole conversation. Mm -hmm. I was singing. I can't do it now. But when the three of them were there, I would be like, (laughs) kiss me once so i can see that look in your eye (laughs) and then i'd rhyme that perfectly and i'd build it kiss me twice so i never
1: wonder
0: why (laughs) i have a feeling that i can't dismiss (laughs) a certain kind of something from Your kiss, (laughs) and at the end, my dad would be like, "Who is that? What is that song?
1: (laughs) -uh. What is
0: that song?" And I'd be like, "I just made it up." And then once they realized I was making them up, and this was the best moment, I finished, and I was like, "And that's why the dog is with me." (laughs) I ended, and my mom and dad, without preparing, planning, or talking about it, just both—they both clapped. And I was like, this is it, man. If you want to know the (laughs) ABCs of me, to find my life was too fractally. It was too inconsistent. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, at least I'll put on a goddamn show. And then I could get two very fractally moving, swirling people to like applaud. (laughs) Yes. Sorry for the jump cut. I, I talked about a project that I'm not sure I can talk about. But I told my parents about this project. And, like, it was at our last dinner, and I mentioned that I had booked something. Mm -hmm. That, again, this is the thing I don't know if I can share. Uh, You say it again. And I say it again, (laughs) and there's another jump cut. And the level of attention and alertness. And my dad texted me his goodbye from the airport this morning and mentioned mentioned the job.
1: job. And it's, see, it also is, like, it's a job that's cool. It's not, like... It's not as cool as you having. You forgot to tell them. That's right. It's not that it's, big of a deal.
0: It's not as cool as having a show on CBS, which right. we should, but that's already gone. Yeah. <laughs> and now there's a new thing, yeah. and they're like, Wah! And I was like, this is how you bake an achiever. Mm hmm. Like, only uh, the most consistent thing I could do is be an ass, put on a show. Mm-hmm. Be funny, sparkle, shine, croon, dance, mm-hmm. whatever it takes. Or, uh, and there's nothing even really wrong with this. I'm just saying it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Achieve. Yeah. And then and then it's like, now we're cooking. Now I know yeah. how I feel because someone else validated you and chose you. Mm-hmm. And then you're like... That should be my fuck problem. My my fucked up problem yeah. should be I only like myself when I'm achieving. Why is it?
1: Yeah, you know why is it
0: happening out there?
1: That's right. Not well,
0: that they they do love me, but you know what I'm saying. Like
1: they really,
0: it really kicked into it, gear. It
1: actually is such an argument for the thing that they tell you to do with kids. Like it's a more modern idea, but like don't make a big deal when they have accomplishments because then there's such a difference between how you treat them when they don't have accomplishments right. and how you treat them when it's like it makes a lot of sense where it's just like yeah you we thought you were great before and you still are great and, and whatever you do is great and know? i see that
0: in my in my dad's belief system is really like achieve and keep achieving don't be normal don't be one of the one of the bums sort yeah. of thing
1: yeah but by the way the other thing that i think is a part of the recipe for how you bake an achiever is that I, and if this is, we can edit it out if it's too much to share, but that that your dad just has had a hard time hearing and knowing and understanding you. Yes. And so it makes perfect sense. The things that you, all these things that you did are ways to get your dad and mom, but mostly your dad to see you like you're like all right you want to listen to croon? I'm going to... I'm going to croon. Yeah. You want... Oh, you my understand. God. You want to listen to
0: Kroon? Watch I can do I'll it. I'll do it, Dad. But if the subtitles were on, it's like, I can do what those guys do. Yeah. And that's and why I'm pointing out that... you have the, to look at me. And then you have to look at me.
1: And he did literally, like, applaud for you. Yes! And then the other one oh, is... Oh, no. Is, my wounds. It's beautiful. But, like, you... And then the other one is that, you know, he's like... He speaks achievement... Oh, okay. Well, I'll share this achievement that I have. It doesn't mean anything to me except for that it means something to you. So the 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 reason you know you made me think of that because you said I should be the one that I only love myself. That should be my problem. But it isn't yours. That's how you know. And I think this is maybe why the enneagram number thing is hard. Because it's like you're an achiever, but it was kind of like you were made to be an achiever to get this one dude to see you. Right. But it's not necessarily inherently something that matters to you.
0: It was a learned thing. It was like, how can I, yeah,
1: How can I get dad to see me? And then also, it makes perfect sense that stand-up works because you're like, I have the microphone. You have to hear my perspective. Right. You have no choice but to listen to me.
0: Yes, being listened to. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, very interesting.
1: I do like your wounds. I think your wounds are beautiful. And also, to respond to that kind of stress by being like, all right, I'm going to do a dance and make everybody laugh. What a beautiful survival response. Yeah,
0: I appreciate that very much, Mom. I, I don't feel too weird about it. It was a weird visit. What what comes to mind for you?
1: Well, the moment that made me laugh. The unwrapped
0: like, tri- trio of Duracell <laughs> flashlights. Dude, again, if somehow someone sends I this to you. It. So I sweet. love you so much. My brother and I are closer than we've ever been.
1: Yeah, he's He's so such
0: good. a friend and an ally. And when my parents are in town, he's even more precious to me. Yeah. So we are close. I'm not making fun of the gift. It's It's just an example of of how our family is. Yeah. My gift to him, if you hadn't taught me another way, would have just been like an unwrapped thing like that. Why would we?
1: Yeah.
0: It's just so hyper practical, Uh which is like, here's the thing. It's the
1: thing that you're like kind of getting through.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because it's a bit much and the Holmeses don't like things that are a bit much. The theater of it. Which
1: is the thing too, is like the Holmeses don't want any trouble. But because, and I was saying this at breakfast, like it, it, what's interesting is they don't do things because they don't want any trouble, including like getting a gift and wrapping it. And it's like, there is that really great, um, (laughs) curb your enthusiasm where he's asking somebody, I think at a, a gas station, like, so what do you do? You get a present and then what I have to put it, I have to wrap it, I guess, how, where do I buy wrapping paper? And he's like, so, and then what, what else do I need? I got to get a scissor. And he's
0: like he's Just the whole thing. Th- that's what Larry's saying. Yeah.
1: Like it's like, by just the way, my dad
0: and my brother love curb your enthusiasm. Yeah,
1: they're very similar. And
0: my dad has a conflicted relationship with it where he loves it. But then he's also like, he's an asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, but that's us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You that's- love it. Cause you relate to yes. it. Yes. Yeah,
0: but he's—I don't think he's ready to be like I. Re- I relate to this guy. Yeah.
1: Well, there's there's a, lot, a ton of self awareness there, um, yeah. <laughs> but I, the, I feel like because the Holmeses have this, I, we don't want any trouble. That somehow, like law of attraction style makes things so much harder than they are for other people. Yeah, It's like you are putting out into the universe I don't want that trouble. things are really hard. And then so you then you're back. making them hard. When, yeah. when you do have the Tom Papa um, we mentality, always that, we always you know? talk about him like his dad wouldn't go see fireworks because it's like, we can't find parking and there's going to be crowded and all that stuff. And he's deliberately like, who cares? We're going to see the fireworks. And you just deal with it. And when and you do, like,
0: and then there was parking and it was fine. Things and I was like, open up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so my, my kind of, well, there were two significant moments of the trip. One is like a sweet one where you did something really seemingly simple, but very profound where after we opened presents, we had oh, been this with was each after other. The
0: Amazon thing.
1: Yeah. This it was is when my blood turned thing. black. Yep. You're and,
0: they, and we were going to go to lunch.
1: We were going to go to lunch. We had already been with them for like three hours. So
0: my dad's always like, where do you like to go in Pasadena? I'm like,
1: <laughs> we don't drive to Pasadena <laughs> yeah. to eat. Yeah. But he, <laughs> so he was like, let's go get lunch. And we we're like, okay. So we we're getting ready to go get lunch. The Amazon thing happened. You were feeling overwhelmed. And then in a really powerful move, you said, why don't we meet you for dinner? Why don't we go? Why don't you go back to the hotel, rest, and we'll meet you for dinner. I
0: need a break because I had just refreshed my mom's email 25 times and just couldn't. (laughs) This is it. I want to help and I can't
1: help. That is the
0: great that's all of it.
1: Well, because... I can't help. And the other layer of that is you've been told that it is your job to help her. So my... And when my mom... We've we've talked about this a lot.
0: She'll talk about her life. And I'm like, there's nothing I can do, including, as yeah. you pointed out to me, come live here. Yeah. I don't think that would be like a permanent fix. No, I think that would be a temporary go, there fix. There you are. Yes. Yeah. So the Adam Sandler... Please know if you're sad in at home, yes. you're going to be sad in Italy. <laughs> yes. Like, it's it's very interesting.
1: Yeah. So, but what was so profound about that moment is because we do tend to often, we regress when we're with our family and we are yet possessed by our child self. And that's why things hurt so bad because they're hurting our child self, not our fully capable, resourced mm. adult selves. Mm. But in that moment, you have And and it was at a moment where you really were overwhelmed, which is usually when you feel the strong pull to be in your child self. Yeah. You stepped right into your adult self and said, I need a break. Let's take a break and, and we'll come back. And it was like a perfect airtight plan. We'll see you for dinner. Yeah. Uh, so let's just take a break. And I was in I saw such this, mm. awe of you in that moment. Thank you, Mama. because it's really hard. I I still haven't really figured it out with my family, how to in real time process what I need, ask for what I need, and not feel guilty for it. Well, thank you. It's very, very. I I impressive. love
0: that you shared that story. Not be, not just because it was complimentary to me. But because Mm -hmm. it was a marker of progress. I normally would have been like, they want to go get lunch. We have Have to to go go get get lunch. lunch, Because
1: that's what a kid did. Oh, that's the other thing. It was my
0: dad, too, that was like, let's go. And I was like, I can tell they're hungry. Yeah. We're all at our worst when we're hungry. And I'm hungry. And by the way, everybody, every weirdo everywhere... I, everything just went to shit. All of the eating went to shit. Oh, yeah. Cheese, it's like Lord of the Rings. Cheese is back on the menu. Yeah. I'm eating huge amounts of desserts and carbs and everything constantly. Yeah, All the weird shit that I do to love myself that I like to do went away. Yeah. Except cold plunging, which I found to be strangely normal. Mm. You've had dinner with my family. A cold plunge is nothing compared to that. Yeah, Like I'm sort of drawn to these things. (laughs) These
1: extreme.
0: These extreme like endurance things.
1: Yeah. Especially
0: if all that's asked of you like in a cold plunge is sit there. Yeah. Just deal with it. Right. I like it. It feels, it's almost like a, not a sexual kink, but like a kink, like an unpleasant thing that feels nostalgic to me. Mm -hmm. And I like getting in it this is much healthier than than uh, making it sound. I like getting in and being like, you think I can't handle cold water? Yeah. I had two meals with my family today.
1: Yeah. And it,
0: it like emboldens me. Sure. And it emboldened me, emboldened, when I started doing stand-up, like some rowdy crowd or mm-hmm. some big house or whatever it might be. I was like,
1: you, think you don't... think this is bad? It, it
0: actually, I hate to be sort of being another voice saying this because i don't want to be like if you had a a weird shitty childhood experience that's good that's good it'll give you grit yeah but like in this case that endurance (laughs) challenge led to a person that knew what to do when you felt overwhelmed Like yeah. it wasn't unfamiliar to feel overwhelmed And sort of unsure mm-hmm. So then like stand-up seemed like a natural progression yeah. And so much so that like stand-up has become Some somewhat normal for me Then you're like, well, can I get some icy water? <laughs> because I it, It's it's strange, but like you enjoy it I don't think everybody that cold plunges uh, Does it Makes sense because they like that they have like an unconscious desire to endure something. Yeah. But I definitely do. And of all the routines that I normally do to feel good, I wasn't doing them, but I would, I didn't miss a cold plunge the whole time they were there because it felt normally I have to psych myself up. You'll do like a prep. You'll really have to mentally focus to do it. And this time I was like, I'll get right in. I don't give a fuck. Right. It's like jumping off a plane. (laughs) If I was on a plane with my family, having a meal, I'd jump right out with a parachute. (laughs) Like if I was if I just got on a plane to jump out, <laughs> yeah. I'd be my knees would be shaking and stuff. But if we're having like a terrible dinner, yeah. I'd be like, "See you later, motherfuckers! And I'd jump off, and be, it'd be pure freedom.
1: Well, you also needed like an equal measure reset. So for the the amount of difficulty that you were experiencing being with him, you needed something just as extreme to reset. I completely and
0: agree. That. It felt. Entirely appropriate. Yeah. As soon as I went in and as soon as I got out, I was like, that is exactly the best choice I could have made yeah. in my life. Because it's the opposite. When it, when I'm having an awkward dinner, I, I feel constricted. I feel mm-hmm. completely constricted. Mm-hmm. I feel tight and tense. And from what I understand, not a lot about getting in a cold plunge it's constricting all of the the veins and the vessels in your arms and your legs mm. this is i think this is interesting because you can live without an arm or a leg mm. so it's sending all of the blood from your arms and your and your legs into your chest to keep your heart going and your lungs going wow so and then when you take a hot shower afterwards it all goes back so it's like this yeah. workout for these very very small muscles that are all over your body that like handle that that vascular
1: That's health. That's really interesting because So you're making them when, go... Oh, oh, oh,
0: like you're back and forth back and forth. Sorry.
1: That's interesting because when you are in your sympathetic nervous system, your blood rushes to your arms and legs when you're in fight or flight because then it's like you got to fight. Yeah. Um and when you're in your your regulated state, your ventral vagus nerve is activated and that's your, that's the center of you. That's like, yeah. Your, yeah. So I wonder if
0: there's something there too, with cold plunges. I know cold plunges activate your vagus nerve. That must be too. how. Yeah. And there um, is, I speaking of the moment, sorry to talk so much. I, I, I just love talking about this stuff, but like, That moment when my blood turned black, Mm -hmm. it's interesting that I said my blood turned black because I had an awareness of how my blood was flowing in that moment. Mm. It's not just a colorful way of saying I was panicking. I felt my heart rate increasing because that uh, practice, the cold plunge practice and running and whatever it is that you're doing that elevates or changes your heart rate made me more aware of what my heart was doing Mm. and I remembered to breathe. And I'd like to think that I always remember to breathe, mm-hmm. but I really sorry I'm always saying this, but like you have no choice. If you don't slow your breathing down in a cold plunge, mm-hmm. you won't be able to do it. It'll it'll lead to it's it's the same thing with stand-up. Sure, I'd love to write witty things mm-hmm. but you need to introduce the pain element mm-hmm. and that's what stand up is if what you wrote sucks you will suffer mm-hmm. that's why I like a treadmill not running in the woods if you stop running you will suffer and you, you get in a cold plunge if you don't breathe you will suffer mm-hmm. I, I like those stakes I like a little mm-hmm. bit of a gun me to too. my head yeah, that's really
1: interesting that was kind think... of
0: an epiphany for me Yeah, I need a knife to my throat and mm-hmm. that's what stand up can feel like is like even when you're killing you're like You could lose them. Yeah.
1: That's so interesting. (laughs) That's what keeps it good. Um, I, okay. So just one more point about you doing that, um, baller move and changing the plans for lunch to dinner.
0: HBO's ballers.
1: (laughs) That's exactly it. Um, Answer without thinking.
0: Is Mark Wahlberg on Ballers? Yes. I don't think he is. No,
1: I don't think he is. (laughs) But isn't he? Well, answer without thinking. Is Ballers Entourage? (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) It is. It's the same. It's the same with the show. Um,
0: The rock (laughs) Rocktourage?
1: But what, what made that really powerful was also that that was the thing... You did the thing in that moment that you couldn't do when you were a kid. Yes. You were stuck with them when you were a kid. You had to go to lunch. You had to do whatever your dad says. Yes. And it was just, it's, I just wanted to circle back and mention that because I think anytime we can do that when we're with our parents, it's so valuable to be like, what couldn't I do when I was a kid that I can do now? And that leads me to this great quote that I, I can't, can't wait, it. and I'm
0: so glad you remembered this is the poem for this week. Do you yeah. want to just wrap it up with
1: this? Well, okay, no let's- re- no. I just wanted to tell the other story then read the, so then
0: read this, and we'll do a poem. okay, sorry I got I mean
1: I don't have a poem. But I got very excited we'll just read this again maybe <laughs> um okay, this is by Prentice Hemphill um Bobby Hill, or is it him Phil no, it's hemphill uh its boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously.
0: Boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously.
1: Isn't that, that just that the is perfect concise Like
0: fucking get in my life that yeah. quote. Yeah. Boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously.
1: It's just perfect. It's like the it's the it truly made me understand boundaries better. Like I well, was like, oh, I guess I never fully understood boundaries. There's still the voice in my head that's like, but are they loving or are we just wanting them to now, be loving? You this
0: know? is the real meat of it, right? That I've sort of been avoiding, which is like my mom has always told me I'm only happy when I'm with you, basically. Mm-hmm. And everybody that I tell that to, including Simon Pegg, which it's on that episode, he's like, that's awful. Yeah, like <laughs> he just like it completely is. understands. It's awful. And my mom is doing the best she can I really mean that She's not trying to say something awful She's just speaking her truth So what do you do? And I told you That there was a character on road rules Or, or real world One of the early seasons And he was very Island, Staten Island Or maybe Long Island But just like a New York kind of Italian guy Muscly And there's one scene where he, People will know who I'm talking about He had a breakup and he was wearing his lavalier, which is hilarious. Of course he knew. <laughs> like, they're like, I'm off camera, I'm off camera. But he doesn't take his mic off when he goes in the car. Mm-hmm. And he's going like, I love you, Karen! <laughs> I love you! Like, screaming. Just like a broken... <laughs> it's the most vulnerable I had ever heard a person. Just like, oh, wow. top of his lungs screaming while crying, but raging. Wow. And like, it was intense. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And
0: whenever I think... I'm like, someone like you or my therapist or a friend will be like, you're not responsible for your mother's happiness. Mm -hmm. I will be like, I'll see that guy and he'll be like going like, but yeah, you are. (laughs) There's something you could do. You fucking do it. That woman gave you life. Mm -hmm. You were born in her. She fed you. She kept you. You do whatever you can. Mm -hmm. Tony's a brand all of a sudden. And even as I'm doing this bit,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'll (laughs) pretend to agree with you, mm-hmm. and my therapist, and my friends, yeah. But there's always he's always in there,
1: yeah.
0: And I'm always going like, there is something I could do. There's something I should do, mm. and it goes back to my my uh, my cousin who said that very Boston. I don't know if it's very Boston, but he said, you know, you get married, but your mom's always your number one girl, mm. right? which is just a whole bag of
1: <laughs> issues. There's just a
0: lot to unpack yeah. in that one yeah. sentence. So wh- the reason why I'm bringing it up and bringing it up with enthusiasm is I think it's worth we it is what we're talking about. Yeah. And boundaries are the distance, I can't mm-hmm. even remember it.
1: That boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously.
0: And you said something it's like you you watched a family member. We'll keep it vague with a parent that they were dealing with, and they they did do the uh, guy from Road Rules. They tried everything they could, yeah. And what ended up happening is it just spread. Like
1: yes. y- you instead gave instead of the light filling in this person, their negativity just spread. spread to everyone and
0: ended up ruining a bunch of people's yeah. lives. And I'm yeah. not saying that's what ha- that's what would happen, but like. It's just worth giving voice. I know there are people listening that can relate, whether it's their mother or their father or brother or sister or whatever. And it's just, maybe especially for my achiever mentality, it, the, the whole point of this episode is you go, I can't. there's some problems I can't solve.
1: Yeah. And
0: this is, again, why I'm drawn to the theology and the spirituality of suffering, where you go like sorry it, it's 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 the dark night. It's when the Joker says to Batman, "Nothing to do with all your strength. Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't matter how fancy you get, how big you get, how strong you get. Sometimes you just go, my parents they're they were staying at a hotel that had a hot tub, and Leela and I went in the hot tub. My parents have stayed there many times, mm-hmm. and my dad walked by the hot tub for the first time, apparently. It's not a big grounds, Mm-mm. and went by the hot tub, and he was like, "I didn't know there was a hot tub," and I was like, "That's it. Yeah, you didn't know there was a hot tub. Like, I can't fix. Yeah, like what I need to fix is your honing device, your mm-hmm. homing device, towards your own contentment.
1: Right. Like Which I need you to, of course, can I can. Yeah. It's, and it's, and even if you could, it's not your job. And I know that. That's the part of you that doesn't believe it. But by the way, that is... And, and you just can't talk about parents without talking about your child self. But when your child self has a belief, a developmental belief... so you tell the thing is, about the
0: tape recorder.
1: Yeah. So this is... I had my previous therapist would talk about like the people that you meet when you have your tape recorder running. So it's like those, these early years, really your first 25 years where you are, you really have your tape recorder running and they get like an amplified voice in your head for the rest of your life or until you really deal with it. But when you've been told something as a child by the people who you are looking to, to, explain to you what reality is hmm. of course that child is going to fundamentally believe that that is true Well, and that's my, when I my, had things
0: like your mom's your number one girl
1: yeah like that's and when style. your mom even told told you like you're a, lot, a lot of your value is in how sweet you are to me and how well you take care of me Right. so there is really no point in arguing with that child self like my child self feels very afraid of being alone and when people say but you're not alone or you're safe even when you are alone my child self is like uh okay (laughs) sure but like there's no there's no point in me going thank
0: you for that that makes me feel like you have a road rules guy going like yeah you say i'm not alone but you're fucking along though of
1: course yes and we all have our own version of that and there's no point just like in a with a kid who is scared, there's no point in being like, "No, see, there's nothing to be scared of. You don't like rationalizing it." Yeah. Because that's not how kids communicate. So instead, you go, "Oh, yes, I know that's a scary story that you tell yourself and I understand and can I nurture and hold that that child and say I'll say to my child self, "I will tell you this as many times as you need to hear it. Or I am, I am, I know this is something that you really believe. And, and I, I can see the way out. You don't have to like what, it doesn't even really matter what you say to your child self. The point is, is that when you talk to your child self, You are now in your adult self. So you can see a bigger truth than your child self can see. That's right. And
0: what I've realized, even with like the example I gave of a family member of yours that had a parent that wanted a lot and it didn't work. I'm still looking for the logic. I'm like, even if you did it, it wouldn't work. So that's, but I really should just be going, oh baby, I hear you, you poor thing. Yeah. Just trust me. Yeah. Like, listen, listen to these people. Yeah. Even though it may never make sense because you're only 7 years old.
1: That's right. That's exactly it. It doesn't have to make sense to you. I've got us. Like Let's
0: See real world. Go
1: ahead. I think saying that is so valuable. Some version of you don't have to understand, but trust me, I've I've got it under control is just like
0: Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Googling real world Italian it breakup in car screaming. Karen. Real world
1: <laughs> is it Karen? Do we know?
0: Breakup in car screaming. Well, Why you, did it fill in screaming?
1: I think because oh, you I already did? did that. Is it Road World rules? M T
0: V breakup reality screaming in car. <laughs>
1: Man. It's really hard
0: that That's too vague. I actually don't think I would want to even play it on this <laughs> show. He's really going for He's it. Really
1: sad. Um, The other, so we can end on kind of a funny story. But did yeah. you have something else you wanted to say?
0: Oh, I did. Death of a Salesman. When Mr. Brown, my English teacher, was on this podcast, I'm pretty sure we talked about how. Oh God, it makes me emotional. But I was in English class and we were reading Death of a Salesman. Mr. Brown's class and. I said um, he reminds me of my father. Mm. And Mr. Brown said he does does anyone else feel that way? And no one raised their hand. Oh
1: no. And
0: Willie Loman uh dies. He's a he's the salesman. He's yeah. a tragic character. Yeah. He's sort of a, you know, the tragedy is watching this man fumble through his life oh. and no one else said anything and then Mr. Brown goes he reminds me of my father too yeah. and by the way I have not stopped feeling like that my entire life including to this day when I do jokes on stage about my family or I'm talking about death or loss or let down or grief or embarrassment I still often feel like it's me and Mr. Brown no. and everyone else. Sorry, Boston, but especially in Boston, yeah. from my experience, yeah. is not ready to talk about their parents being not what they hoped in this regard yeah. or maybe feel a little like Willie Loman at times or whatever it might be. Mm. They're just that was high school, though, but it continues into their 40s and 50s and 60s. And yeah. beyond. Yeah. So anyway, it's
1: too painful to look at or they're still in their child selves. So they can't look at it for survival. That's right. That's
0: right. Well, the line that really blew me away in Death of a Salesman is Willie Loman is listening to the radio or something with someone else. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, God, the radio is great. I should should listen to the radio more. Mm -hmm. And then the guy says, you're a salesman. You're in the car eight hours a day. Mm -hmm. Why don't you listen to the radio in the car? And Willie Loman says... Uh whoever thinks to turn it on.
1: Uh yeah.
0: It's this hotel has tell, a hot
1: tub? Can I tell you something Hit that's going to really drive this point home? I walked in on you telling Michael Gunger that that story, yeah. but I walked in at the midpoint. Mm. And I've never read Death of a salesman uh because I'm female and <laughs> I'm just <kidding>. uh and <laughs> That was great. <laughs> Um, and I thought you were telling a story about your dad. Yeah, there you I go. really, really did. I like just, I was, because your dad is an oil salesman kind of. And yeah. I just thought somebody was saying Who like you. Who would think
0: to turn it on? I
1: thought you were talking about a, something. And that's what I mean part. is like the art
0: of taking care of yourself. And again, I, I'm not saying this to cover my bases or anything. I'm saying like hierarchy of needs. My dad had a. Far less charmed life than I did, mm-hmm. so he he did what he needed to do mm-hmm. to become as great as he is, and he is great in so many ways and then there are these blind spots that that 's the job of the sun is to notice and evolve, and then Leela will notice my blind spots, and she will evolve, and that 's how life works, and it 's okay
1: yeah
0: um but like the and I probably told this before too the the mountain climber who went crazy at the top of the mountain. Because there wasn't enough oxygen and then he was dying and he started climbing down and and he found that his uh, co-climbers who had turned around before he had left him cans of oxygen and he picked them up and he started uh, looking for oxygen in them, but they were all empty. Mm -hmm. And he kept going down the mountain and he'd find more and he'd suck on them and they were all empty. And then he died. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they weren't empty. Mm -hmm. They did leave him full oxygen he just had lost his mind because of oxygen deprivation mm-hmm. that he didn't, he couldn't recognize that what he needed was in the car, mm-hmm. was at the hotel, mm-hmm. was in the canisters. Yeah. And this is like a serious issue.
1: Yeah. And
0: and it's too big of a task. Mm-hmm. It's like Amazon on the phone. You just go like, this is beyond my skill to heal. <laughs> and you just go, you know, elf's foot. Yeah, let me Big's Bigfoot. I'm trying to remember from Lord of the Rings, and that is the humiliation. And I, it's on the Dido CD, and I just have to take it in and go, man, I'd love to, I'd love to help. Yeah, and I don't. This is beyond my skill to heal.
1: Yeah, well, and also, yeah, the, I've really driven the child self thing into the ground. But I do, I do think if you look at yourself as seven year old. Pete being told, like, you, you should fix these people, you should get them just like that sweet baby boy is not responsible for that. And neither are you. But he's the one that believes that he is anyway. So you might as well be like, why would you expect a child to do that? That's insane. Yeah, you know. Um, The story I want to tell, I do think is really funny.
0: (laughs) Sorry. I think that's Wim Hof breathing. This is when you find out that's all I've been doing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Watched one half of a video.
0: (laughs) The wrong video.
1: I got it. Um, So my, like one of my biggest laughs uh, uh, at, recently was in the car last night after dinner when you told me this story because you wait think,
0: I don't remember the laugh you remember
1: yeah I remember oh, you'll remember as I start to tell it but we are you going to play this and interrupt me or should I wait no 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 I'm not going <laughs> to
0: interrupt you I'm queuing it up for the keep it crispy <laughs> okay
1: um, we went to dinner and it's like if you think these people I mean if these people have a hard time seeing their own children oh my god (laughs) valerie
0: i just remembered the story
1: and i am dead um then they certainly i have no chance of them seeing or understanding me you put it and i don't even try you put it very perfectly once when you were like it's like i'm the color red and they only see in black and white by the way, this is also kind of a thing about me is that like I don't think it's 50/50. I'd like to think it's at least 70/30. People on the planet or who come across me are either going to like be totally into me. Yeah. Or they will not at, not all. at all see me yeah. like I'm an opaque person. Yes. I'm just like a walking outfit. And my family
0: <laughs> is warming slowly. Warming slowly. <laughs> Um, I
1: think because they're just like, well, we're 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 stuck, <laughs> stuck with, with this it person. Does. I don't think they dislike me, but I really don't think that they it's see Amazon me. It's Amazon on
0: the phone, Val. It's it's yeah. hoping for hot tub awareness. Yeah, and it's that's not right. going to happen.
1: That's right. And I I'm- need
0: to tell a part of the story.
1: Yeah, please.
0: They, Val left her phone at their hotel. We were driving. We left dinner. We said goodbye. Then we drove to their hotel, and of course, they drove to their hotel as well. Yeah. Val got out of the car. Goes in the hotel. We got there before them. Then they pulled up and I saw them getting out. Mm -hmm. And it felt too fucking weird for me to see them. And I might not see them for a while. Sitting there. And I'm like 10 feet away. So I rolled down the passenger window and, and drove up to them. And honked a little bit. And in that moment, I went right to my child self, my child body, because I was like, oh, no, dad's going to think it's a random car honking at him. And I'm going to see his angry face. Mm. And I don't want to see that. Uh But thankfully, my brother saw immediately that it was me. And I saw him calm my dad down and and go, it's Pete. It's Pete. Mm. And they came over. And this is why I'm obsessed with in in the yoga sutras. They're talking about the types of unknowing and the type that I have and everyone in my family has and everybody has is you see a coiled up rope in the jungle and you assume it's a snake. Mm. I do this, but I also see my family do this. My dad sees us and then comes up and I say, Val left her phone in the car. So we came back to the hotel. And I and then I said
1: Val left her phone in the hotel in the
0: hotel and then I go uh, and it just felt too weird to see you and not say goodbye Mm. and then I swear my dad heard felt weird say goodbye (laughs) and thought that I drove to the hotel (laughs) to say goodbye again because I know I think he said that this is why you and I are constantly putting our feelers out to interpret the seven ways anything anyone could say might mean yeah my dad said. That's okay, son. And then like take took my hand and was like, Don't worry about it. And I'm like, What do you think I said? Yeah. Um and then I was like, Oh, he thinks I was feeling sentimental, so I drove back to say goodbye again and then I said, Hey, I didn't think our first goodbye was good, so I came by to say goodbye again.
1: Yeah. Although
0: I'm not even getting out of the car, but this is my second goodbye <laughs> to make up for that goodbye. Yeah. You take it from here.
1: So then he and you're having this conversation Like, but over the empty passenger seat, yes, through the passenger window, I'm in the hotel. (laughs) And as he's walking away, he says, Goodbye, Val. (laughs) I'm not in the car, I am not, I'm visibly not in the car.
0: When I told you that, and you realized, and this may or may not be true, but in that moment, to my family, you are an empty seat.
1: I am an empty seat. It's like a joke <laughs> you would make to to communicate to somebody that they're, that this person is the blandest it's Anne. person. It's It's Bland it's Anne, Anne from, from Arrested Development. Development. And there is that joke that I think I've heard your parents say where it's like, she pulled up to the restaurant and no one... Got out or something like it's not. It's not quite right, but it's like
0: she pulled up to the restaurant and no one got out.
1: Yeah, it's like showing like this person is is nobody is like not no one got oh, out of the it's car. It's like an
0: expression I haven't heard that. Yeah,
1: it's like it's not quite right, but it's something like that. Mm. But it is like it's like if your dad were really clever and trying to communicate to you that like I am I, a nothing person, he would he would go, do that as a bit. Good, good night, Val. But but he instead just actually believes that. Slowly. And you know what I...
0: It's so funny. That's what I love about jokes. Yeah. Jokes require not just an awareness of what is. Mm-hmm. It's an added level. Not only do I know what's happening. Yeah. That seat is empty. I'm going to make a joke about how I think you think I perceive this person. Yeah. So if he went, goodnight Val, and then kissed where the empty seat was, <laughs> yeah. that would have been... That's what I'm obsessed with. Yeah. That's why it's so important to me that you joke and that are so brilliantly funny, mm-hmm. obviously. And I love joking and I love jokes. Jokes are a way of saying base reality... Of course I understand it. Yes. I understand it so much, I'm going to comment on it indirectly mm-hmm. in a humorous way. Yeah. That's how well I understand reality. Yeah. And that's why when someone gets jokes or someone makes jokes, I go, this person's paying attention. I've had people in my life where the way I describe that they're not funny or not talented, and I, I, I hate I don't say this with pleasure, but every once in a while you work with somebody and you're just like, and what I say is, I don't think they're there. Yeah, they're not. And what they're I mean is, sensitive. I don't think they're here. Yeah, they're not here in the way that the tightly wound um, comedian or the sensitive comedian—sensitive just means they're here. Mm-hmm. Like I, it, people say, if you're not angry, you're not paying attention. I would say if you're not sensitive, you're not paying attention. Yeah, I'm not just angry. I, I'm I'm feeling All of everything.
1: All the things. Yes. Exactly. Angry.
0: Get out of here with your go punch somebody you disagree with buttons. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Um, I love that. That was great.
0: I love this episode and that's why we did it even though we didn't have to. And you know what I mean? Like we could have taken this time off but I didn't want to.
1: No. I I was really happy to do it. Excited even. Me too. (laughs) Oh, Oh. Oh. Oh.
0: Oh. Why isn't it playing?
1: Oh no. Also
0: Spotify, why did you take all of my records off. I'm Hi. not on Spotify anymore. Really? Yeah, there's something with licensing that happened and some comedians were taken off. Oh. While, we're, while we're listening to this song, To Say Goodbye, I'm going to show Val. You type in Pete Holmes, nothing comes up. Oh my I don't gosh. even come up as an artist.
1: Oh my God. That's so weird.
0: Isn't that crazy? That
1: is crazy. But there is an artist.
0: There are other Pete Holmes and they're probably pretty, pretty thrilled (laughs) to have me out of the way. Yeah. And I, I asked, oops, I I just closed. It doesn't matter. I won't go. I I won't won't speak. I can't can't breathe. Until you're until resting, resting here, here, I
1: won't come. I'm doing the last one. I, I can't, can't see. Like, let's take it to the last one. I, I can't, can't breathe. breathe. Until, <laughs> until you're resting, resting here, here
0: with me. me. We have that song on the brain because we just watched Love Actually.
1: Yeah. Watch it tonight, you guys.
0: Which, the Although plot, it's
1: not Christmas anymore.
0: Uh, the plot of, you can watch it year round the plot of the guy with Kira too many teeth nightly <laughs> is the worst plot it almost ruins the movie and then it has the best Ending.
1: moment yeah it's, it's so bad it really is like I bet they well I think they changed that movie a lot because if you watch the deleted scenes it it was gonna be a really bad movie uh, and I think it got like reworked rewritten moved all re-shot. around Reshot, and then I bet somebody gave the note of like this there's too many big, dramatic moments that just don't match the tone of the rest of the movie, and the and the writer or whoever was like, yeah, but you you have to have the moment at the end with the signs, oh yeah, you're, you're well, that
0: plot to take it beat by beat starts with their wedding where they're surprised by people have trombones yeah. and stand up and play yeah. love is all you need Yeah, and it's horrible yeah. and it's these poor actors just having to point slack jawed and aghast <laughs> at the surprise and that 90s I know it's 2000 and whatever but that like 90s cool best man that's like what can I say? I can't help but surprise you. Yeah. I'm, I'm always doing surprise. He just reminds me of so many friends I had in school that were just cool to the point where they stopped being a person. Yeah. Like they're just like, oh, whoops. Yeah. Well, I guess I love you. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she recognizes that at he watches, she watches his wedding video and it's all shots of her. Someone please <laughs> upload to YouTube that moment, but it's a horror. Yeah. Because if you played like,
1: like, like
0: weird, like tense violins (laughs) where she's watching and it's like, oh my God, you're obsessed with me.
1: Yeah. And she, even um. her reaction even looks a little bit like it could be interpreted like she's afraid. (laughs) She's not happy.
0: She's like, they're all of me.
1: "Ah, So
0: (laughs) many teeth. (laughs) My my wedding video, I'd have to put in another, like Freddie Mercury's (laughs) teeth. Oh my God. I'm just saying she's so fun she's so beautiful mm-hmm. she just talks like she can't handle how many teeth
1: she has okay oh. alright oh. on that note
0: Kira if you listen
1: keep it Kira
0: keep it Kira
1: <laughs>
0: oh my god keep it crispy
1: crispy ah they're all of me keep it crispy
0: use it keep it crispy
1: <laughs> that's only do
0: good night, Val. <laughs> you can only do what?
1: Uh, I can only do one type of British voice. Good night, Val. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I know Christmas is over, but Merry Christmas!
1: Happy holidays, keep the holidays crispy.